Hold on a minute, lad. Press the fucking circle, Bill. Don't be fucking about. Hello, everybody. This is Archie. Take Bill's fucking about over here. If you got to fuck the hit the fucking circle. What's the circle? It's a fucking record button, Ross. Get it together. Ah. Triangles fucking playback. The little eleven is like pause in the circles fucking record. Don't you know shapes, lad? Well, now you fucking do, don't you? <laughs> fucking went to school, didn't you? I don't you know got learned. You, did you hit the fucking red circle? Why are you screaming? I don't know. Sunday. My beard kicked in yet. Mm. Billy, have you hit the fucking red circle, lad? Yeah, it's recording, bitch. It's recording, all right. Yes, yes, yes. 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 This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? Hello everybody, welcome to Mel Nerdery, this is RG, I'm a little pissed off at the moment because it's Sunday and the alcohol is not settled into my veins yet. <laughs> Thanks Archie. <laughs> Coming right in, no lube, just going in dry. You seemed angry. Well, Archie is kind of angry, his brother's sort of a stuck-up snob, but... Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, did someone mention my name? Hello, this is Nigel Nigerson. Welcome to Metal Nerdery. Uh, we have a special guest today in the studio, uh, Russ Wages. Howdy. Welcome. Yes, thank you, Russ, for joining us. It is an, it's an honor. Uh, want to let everybody know that Adam is out still doing uh, part of the Pasta All Around the World tour with Millie. Uh, he's driving. He's been doing some secret stuff, but it's very exciting. Anyway, I'll let the boys get back to it, and welcome to Metal Notary. Thanks, Nigel. It's Matt. It's Bill. And today... It's Russ. Russ. Howdy. Russ is, a, Russ. Russ is a friend of the Metal Nerdery Syndicate from back in the day. He's he's part of the core. The old metal, school. He's part of the original core, Metal Nerdery core group of core people. We're all kind of core. <laughs> is that a new core? I think it's like the original core. <laughs> OG core. It's not blip core. It's not even blip core. I think Adam would call it probably prehistoric core. Uh, if before water core. Before pre-core. It's pre-core. Anyway, but yeah, so we're back here with Metal Nerdery. We've had some blips here and there. Not blip core, but actual <laughs> blips. But, you know, I know everybody's getting sick of all this goofy shit that's going on, and me specifically, a lot of it, because we need to talk about metal more. Now more than ever, metal is more important than it's ever been. And together, we can get through this together. With metal. We can get through it together. With metal. And don't you ever fucking forget it. Don't you ever forget it, lads. We'll get through this with fucking metal, all right? Thanks, Archie, for that PSA. Anyway, today we are going over 30 years, three decades of metal. That would be the year 1990, which was a magical fucking year for metal. This was our time, right? That was our time. Yeah. This was right in the middle of the... Uh of our old band days when we were thrashing out in the clubs at Atlanta and uh, And teen clubs in Duluth. And and by the way, quick side note for those of you who don't know, a lot of you who are are, uh, the Metal Nerdery friends and family syndicate already know this, but 
Uh, Russ and Bill used to be, we were all in bands back in the day, but they used to be in Decimation way Decimation. back in the day. I know people remember the Decimation Nation, but anyway, so that is the context. So Russ can speak to metal just as much as we can speak to metal. Indeed, I will try. You will do your best. Indeed. That is all we expect here. Don't right. deny the power of Satan. Anyway. <laughs> So let's uh, let's get into the list. No lube. Let's just go right in dry. Let's just do it. Tear right into it. What was the first one on the list? Was it Twenty Four Seven Spies? Gumbo Millennium. Are you guys familiar? Not at all. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I, I, I know who they were. I I'd never. They were kind of. They were sort of like the beginning of that whole kind of funk metal thing. Like, I mean, not even like what not even. Mojo was doing because Mojo was doing more hardcore, like fucking heavy shit. Right. But they and Twenty Four Seven Spies had heavy, heavy shit. That album starts off. There's a song called John Connolly's Theory, which we talked about. You know, John Connolly yep. was the singer and guitar player for Nuclear Assault, and the song is just balls, fucking heavy. Gross. It's just like a huge, ginormous wrecking Wimps. ball scrotum sack that's going to go right <laughs> into a building. It's fucking massive. But they also had that kind of funk element to them too, that kind of funky jazz element, mm-hmm. and they kind of went that way more on the next album. But that one, that's a fucking good one. If you can find it, go download it, go buy it, whatever. But 24-7 Supplies Come Up Millennium is it's badass. Yeah, I, I remember hearing the band before, but I just I couldn't name a song if I had to. Yeah. But I remember yeah, seeing either. pictures of them in the metal magazines. They were kind of like that. To me, they would seem yeah. like, the, like the perfect kind of band to put on like at a house party because it's like they had that good amount of metal. With that good amount of kind of jazz funk. and sort of funk and, hey, let's go fuck in the back room kind of thing. So, I mean, it was like they were that nice Gross. blend. Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving on. The Razor's Edge, first, ACDC. First CD I've ever, I ever bought. Really? C- no actual shit. CD. Yeah. In the long box? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the long box? Gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the long box. <laughs> That's just code for she's too deep. Yeah. <laughs> that was right about the time I changed out the old Alpine cassette deck for a, C- a Sony CD player. Oh, no shit. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I do remember buying that. And, of course, Thunderstruck was the probably the big hit. <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing, though, about ACDC, ACDC is like... ACDC is like the Slayer of rock and roll. And Slayer is like the thrash of... of ACDC. Slayer's like the ACDC of thrash. I Wait, what? That up. <laughs> no, but I mean, ACDC, you always know what you're getting with an ACDC. Yeah, it really don't There's change. No fucking doubt. So yeah. it's kind of like, and I wasn't as familiar with it. I mean, I knew some of the videos and singles and stuff, but. Money talks. Yeah. I do yeah. remember that. But I yeah. do remember Thunderstruck. That was, you know. Or that guitar lick at the beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah. And everybody had to learn that when that came out. Yeah. Yes. That's fucking unforgettable. You yeah. can't forget that. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. That's it's one of those songs. And now it's like the biggest stadium song. Oh, football yeah. games, basketball yep. games, anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys this, because that's something I'm still kind of, because I think you, Russ, you've said it. Bill, you might have even said it, because I know there's songs like there's Pantera shit, sta- stadium yeah. stuff, yeah. and, you know, Ozzy, and I think even Metallica. Inner Salmon. Yeah. And there's a part of me that's like, because I'm not really a sports guy. I mean, that's cool, and I get it, the fired up stuff. But it's just kind of like, there's a part of me that's just like, oh, really? Do you gotta, do you gotta fucking do that? Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like. Yeah. It. Well, For now it's contemporary. Like, I'm torn yeah. because it's like I like the fact that it gets the exposure, but it's kind of like, you know what? Fuck you. We've been on board with this shit for thirty All years. Right. I get that part of it, and I get pissed off that they play Master of Puppets right before they go to commercials in a football game. But 
you never get a metal band at the Super Bowl. It's always some bullshit. Pop yeah, show. that's that's yeah, a perfect yeah. point. It's yeah. like they play. The that's point? all they play in a football game is metal. Right. Maybe a hip hop song or two. But right. the majority of what you hear in, in the game is. It, yeah, it should be ACDC yeah. or Metallica. Yeah. I mean, oh, I would think all sports would dictate that it should be some kind of metal. You shouldn't have any fucking pop music. Yeah, I agree. Let's be honest. Who who fucking loves football and baseball that listens to goddamn Beyonce Knowles? I don't right. think so. I don't yeah. fucking think so. Yeah, not for the most part. Even Satan wouldn't approve of that. I can fucking promise you. He'd be like, where the fuck is the... God would be on board. He'd be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I invented metal for a reason. Where's Tony Iommi? It's a halftime show. Right. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Right. The, the next one, I don't know. Do y'all want to like... Mention the ones on the list and just, if we don't know them, blow past them or just ignore them all together. Because I don't want to ignore them if they're valuable. That's That, that one's I mean, not even on Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. What, Agony Column? Yeah. It sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not closed. We listened to a bit. It was, it was, yeah. uh, it reminded me of, um. It was thrashy. Little overkill kind of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Please note, these guys have done more show prep than I have in this moment. <laughs> Thank you. Shocking. Yeah. I was not familiar with Alice in Chains' facelift. I didn't get oh, into him until like one. dirt. Oh, that album's fantastic. Yeah, that's a great yeah. one. I mean, I remember, yeah. you know, man in a box. But. Yeah. Facelift, uh, they toured that album, I believe. Was that the Donington thing? They did Metallic. They toured with Metallic. Yeah, I think that was that whole yeah. Monsters of Rock Castle Donington. Yeah, right. It's right before they they still had hair then too. They, right. they weren't wearing the spandex anymore, but they were kind of going from a hair band to a alternative. They were in the middle of that transition, but it was definitely a metal album. But they were kind of getting because when that Donington shit happened, that's when they were kind of trying to get. I don't know if the labels were doing it, but they were kind of pushing them almost into sort of a more metal direction because yeah. you remember that was all thrash bands mostly yeah. Yeah. and then you throw them in there it's like what the fuck is this it's yeah like, ah, see what you think of this yeah. yeah it's kind of a cool way to do that but that's sort of where they but i can't go in too deep track by track on that. yeah i can't yeah. either i mean i like dirt i mean dirt for me is my intro to alice in chains like really yeah because this... man in a box was just like oh my god again do we got to hear about the man in the box jesus <laughs> christ what's he doing who's he fucking man in a box whatever is that like a metaphor this one's really good though i thought yeah yeah i bet i would probably like the deeper cuts because i always like the Deep well, their harmonies. I mean, just between Wayne Staley and oh, Jerry yeah. Cantrell, it's just they do have amazing. they do have killer fucking harmonies for yeah. sure. Harmonies. Uh, haunting. I've really got some cool. of it here if you want to hear some of it. Yeah. I may take you up on that. Let's see. Oh, yeah. that's, now that's fucking badass. I'm right on the money. I don't know if y'all know this. The, the guy they have singing for them now, yeah, it's from Arsenal. He was in punk bands. Really? When we used to do like visions local, and local all that. Style? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I'm, I'll look oh, up wow. the name of the band for you. Dude. <laughs> yeah. You'll recognize the name of the band. It was yeah. like Spiny Norman or somebody like that. It was like some local punk band. But they were playing Visions and all no the same shit. places. Yeah. So he's cool. got an Atlanta connection? He went to the Central. Yeah. Really? Yeah. God wow. damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't deny the power of metal from Lawrenceville, Georgia. Nice. Don't deny the power of Georgia. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to Facelift because that, that alone sounds badass. Just it's the good. riff and the fucking heaviness. Yeah. yeah. It sounds delicious. Quite. So, all right. Let's see. Moving on. Aggressor. Not real familiar with Aggressor. 
I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff on here that I cannot believe we never heard because we were yeah starving yeah. for metal. Oh, yeah. yeah. In 1990, yeah. we were looking for whatever had a cool album yeah. cover on it. And we, we basically had Wreckage, which was Georgia Tech's radio station, which played all like really obscure metal. We had Wreckage, and then we had, at the time, we had like Camelot and Record Bar and Tape World and Eat More. Eat More Records and yeah. anywhere we could, you know, shoplift or steal or buy anything <laughs> from to actually get out the door to find metal that was what we had so we didn't have you couldn't type a fucking band name into a search engine just like oh it's fucking magic it's everywhere we had to actually work yeah so those of you who love the metal understand that it took years to excavate the metal yes now you can just go pick up your metal at your shops at your local metal shops isn't it ironic that Steel Panther used to be called Metal Shop? It's like, that'd be a perfect name for like a metal store where they sell nothing but like metal shit. Metal Shop. Well, that's, I don't know if you know, our, our friend Bradley. Yeah. 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 It's, it was close to be a metal shop. Yeah, it was close to be a metal shop. Cool. It would have been cool. Yeah. I do remember Anchor Lock getting a lot of mentions on uh, Wreckage back in the day. I remember their name. Yeah. yeah of course, Annihilator. Annihilator, Yes. Yes. The mighty, mighty Jeff Never, Waters. Neverland. Yeah. They're Can- Canucks, right? Uh, I believe so. Canadians, Canucks, yeah. yeah they're Canadian yeah. thrash. I always think back to uh, Alice in Hell. That was kind of my first real yeah. exposure I love that video. Yeah. to Annihilator. Yeah, that was on Headbanger's Ball. But the even time. the opening, yeah. like Crystal Ann, and then going into, like, you know, Alice in Hell. Yeah, that was the tour we saw. Well, that was the one with, uh, with Slayer was and it? Overkill. Well, I didn't go, but the one that where they ripped up the chairs... Or is that the oh, that's his no, 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 no. Was it Testament? Testament, um, Nuclear Salt, and Annihilator. I thought it was okay. Masquerade. That, no, I believe it was that, the Center? Roxy or the Roxy. Yeah, that might be one of those shows that y'all were talking about. That I wish I knew I was talking about it, but I don't think I went, so I couldn't really talk about it because I look like <laughs> a fucking idiot trying to talk about something I can't even talk about. That's not even tangentially related to anything. I just figured I'd mention. That's a lot of talking there, Matthew. Oh, and Matt, shut your fucking face, hell, mate. Trying to finish up, Revening got out of the fucking A's. Is there a band called Anal? <laughs> Archie, <Huh>? please. <laughs> it gets out of control, man. Anthem, No uh, Smoke Without Fire. I've heard of it. Song Anthem by Rush, but I've not heard of the band Anthem. No, me either. From the UK. The UK. Oh, here and now go. here we go. Okay, Anthrax, Persistence of Time. That was fantastic. Hot album. Kind of changed Anthrax for me that year because they were, you know, you're going from antisocial and all the kind that of was darker. It. Yeah, this album it was, was dark. very yeah. much a darker Anthrax. Yeah, and uh, Adam and I talked about that one time for probably an hour. We we're talking about how like that was the first time Anthrax really kind of they almost kind of had that Dan Lilkery aggro vibe to it like that album yeah because it just that whole album was darker the mix was darker the subject matter was darker everything was darker but it was so fucking good i mean i I think that was kind of like the peak of like as awesome as among the living is that album is like the peak of anthrax powers oh yeah to me i think that's kind of where everything coalesced and came before the john bush era pre yeah yeah, pre-john bush but i mean that would be like their I don't even know what the like. Maybe there's Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. It was good. I it, of course the one song I remember the most off there is the cover tune. Uh, Got the time. Yeah, just that bass line. The very beginning of that song just catches you right there, baby. Yeah. yeah. But even the opening, like time, like time starts and it's like okay, you hear the guitar, okay, and then the drums come in, 
And it's just got this aggro, heavy, fucking angry mix. And it's like, where is this going? And then it's like the whole album's like that. Because State of Euphoria was very different from this. That was all happy and shiny. And, you know, it'd be like SOD going from SOD being haha funny to SOD doing like, you know, extreme church burning black metal. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Jesus, man, dial it back the other way. Right. Kind of what happened with them. But anyway, I'll digress. Russ is looking at porn on his phone. No, I was trying to look up the, <laughs> the, the name of the band that got the current singer for Alice in Chains. Oh, oh, oh. It, it was uh, Neon Christ. Neon and they were formed Christ. in 86. And wow. They, yeah. And they played all the, the same haunts we played, you know, yeah. the, the PJ's Nest and the, right. you know, Rec Room. And cool. The, it's yeah. the Metal Nerdery local scene connection. Hi, this is Geoff Tate again. Just trying to get my name in somewhere. Look for my autobiography, Scream from the Balls. Available in audiobook, summer 2020. Metal Nerdery Productions, 2020. All rights reserved. <laughs> so... No. Last last week, knowing that we were going to do this episode at some point, right? I told Alexa to play me some heavy metal from 1990. Yeah. She she says okay, and she starts out with fucking cherry pie. cherry pie. I was about to say, yeah. Oh my god, I wanted to throw her across the room. <laughs> yeah. That's not metal. Stop it with that. Uh. And then I asked her to play something else, and it was something along those lines. And I uh. said okay. Right. So what you're saying Can't is Alexa that. needs to die. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. Yeah. Probably would. have better luck with metal asking Jesus than Alexa. Jesus, play me metal, and then South of Heaven comes up. It's right. like he fucking knows. I mean, I said first I said metal, and then I said, Okay, I'll say heavy metal this time. And she said, she said, heavy metal. And then it was that again. I was like, yeah. fucking, What about thrash? Did you try Alexa? Went? Play fucking thrash metal. From 1990? Yeah. Yeah. Did you try it? What'd she, no, what'd she do? No, I didn't. I was too mad at that point. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Now playing Backstreet Boys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. Right. Okay, now we're back. Yeah, I don't know either one of those guys. Atrocity yeah. sounds like something we probably heard. I heard yeah. of it. Yeah. But I'm not familiar. Good old-fashioned death metal. I've got yeah. that Atrophy tape, the Violent by Nature tape, but I that was one of those that was like a tape roll where they had the whole dollar tape thing where you could just... <laughs> you could get like a handful, and you're bound to get something good that right. was thrash, but you just grab like five tapes. They're all like a dollar. I think yeah. I listened to a little bit of it, and it was it was your typical thrash. Yeah. Uh. There was a, but there was a lot of that in the 80s. Like yeah. If you think about the bands that we love, like Forbidden, Overkill, Metallica, and Slayer. But then it was like, and, and every fucking label does this. Every record label does it. They'll find every other band that looks just like that and try and exploit the fuck right. out of it. Yeah. Just rehash, rehash, yeah. rehash until something sticks. Well, they just yeah. want to milk it and squeeze it for all it's fucking got. And when they're done with it, they'll just throw the pulp in the fucking garbage and go find a new one and do the same thing. But that's yeah. what they were doing back then, is they were just trying to milk everything. And the problem is, is there were some awesome fucking albums, and there was some trash. I can't remember this just because I haven't listened to it in a while. This sounded, this sounded um, just so I'm not judging. typical thrash. Yeah, so I'm but not the, judging, but anyway. But the cover should definitely be in the uh, Ridiculous Metal category. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out and hail to uh, Ridiculous Metal. Go check them out on on, on IG, Instagram, because they they're fucking fun. We, metal Nerdery gives a hail to Ridiculous Metal. <laughs> the Bang Gang. That's right. Bang Gang. <laughs> <laughs> the Bang Gang. Love sells. I kind of like it. 
kind of gives me a glam. I just kind of oh, like so this is another bang tango uh, <laughs> type of thing. Probably pink bang. hair. The just kind of right, yeah, the yeah. extreme. It's like, oh wow, what are those dildos? No, nine millimeters. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, all the holes. That's where they're going. And that's a great segue into Baron Cross, which is one of the bigger Christian metal bands. Hotter than <laughs> hell. <Wow. laughs> Matt is an asshole.com. But <laughs> <laughs> straight from just anyway. Hotter than hell. Wow. Yeah. So Baron Cross was one of those bands back in the they were a Christian metal band. And they were actually pretty good. They had some cool riffs and stuff, but naturally because, you know, Evil rules the world. They didn't get very far, but yeah, not familiar with that album, but I am familiar with the name. Bathory. Hemahot. Viking metal. There Viking we go. That's metal. Right. Yeah. That sounds Bathory's, symphonic. Bathory's one of those, like, I'm aware of who, y'all know who Bathory is, right? The name, where the name comes They're from. One of the yeah. members of Venom. Well, no, uh, yeah. it's it's supposedly for, I think it's Erzabet or Elizabeth Bathory, who was some countess in one of those Transylvania countries. Bathory. Yeah. But she used to actually, like, you know, murder, you know, little village girls and bathe, literally bathe in their blood for to you stay know, young. To stay young. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is not unlike what happens today. That was, that was getting the anyway, Venom thing yeah. confused. They have a song called Countess Bathory. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's what that's based on is, gotcha. is Elizabeth Bathory used to bathe in the blood of, you know, virgins and village girls and stuff like that well, to yeah. all Bathory fans I'm sorry we can't dive into that one but yeah. I'm just clueless about that record yeah. So. yeah and once again going from the deepest of the dark to Believer which is also a killer thrash band also ironically a Christian thrash band but if you listen to them you would never believe that in a hundred million really? years you would not it sounds like Back in the day, we used to, me and Adam used to really just, any band that was like super technical and thrashy, like Forbidden or Overkill or any of those bands that were just like that, we always, like Akathisia, local style, you know, back in the day, they were always like the most, they were the benchmark for technicalness. Yeah. And these guys, if you put on Sanity Obscure, the first track, I think we might have covered it on one of the recent episodes, that whole album is badass, but Sanity Obscure, the title track, is fucking ridiculous mm. i mean you'd have to, to go listen to look at the lyric sheet to read it but yeah. anyway hail to believer because that shit is i never heard of it i'll have to check it out yeah. it's a very very badass you album. sold me benediction i have not oh that that logo looks pretty familiar yeah it does freaking thieves <laughs> for real did y'all do something like oh that does look yeah. like the fucking uh destination, destination. logo holy <laughs> shit <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's right. You guys should have got legal representation earlier. Yeah, Hi, this is G off tape. Everybody was my... ripping us off. <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah. call me for legal counsel. Scream for the balls in the law. <laughs> uh, don't know them. No. Yeah, the, the the logo is strikingly strikingly similar. Benediction, subconscious terror. Not familiar, but cool cover. Are, yeah, it is a cool cover. And if you are familiar, please remember you can drop us a line at what is it, Mel Nerdery. At mailmetalnerdery.com or what? I don't know, whatever our email address is. Metalnerdery at gmail.com. That's the one. If you know about Benediction or any of these bands we're talking about, email us and give us your two cents or dollars or euros or whatever it's worth. Know those guys. Biohazard. Good New York thrash. Yeah. Aren't they New Yorkers? I think they're East Coast, yeah. yeah. New York style. I never got big into them, but I know they had that energy that was kind of hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of that hardcore. Uh, Cro-Mags meets 
heavy metal punkish. Yeah, they did do a um, cover, I think, for one of those Nativity in Black, the Sabbath compilation album. That was a good one too. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget which one they fuck. Was it After um, Forever? And the singer's married to that porn yeah. star. Yeah, I do remember that. Tara Patrick. Yes. Uh, pardon me. Boy. That Jesus was on mic, and it was necessary. Jesus Atta doesn't boy. burp. He farts. Thank you. <laughs> That's not the power of farts. All right. Are you looking up the biohazard? Yeah, now I'm curious. I s- oh, he's curious? I, I, I think it is after forever. I think it is, too. Yeah. I remember them doing a really cool cover with Onyx on the... Oh, yeah. Judgment Night Judgment soundtrack. Night. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. There's I some Ice T and Slayer shit on that soundtrack, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there Faith is. No More and uh, Booyah Tribe was pretty cool. I think yeah. the Slayer um, track was um, Helmet Disorder. And, um, House Helmet? of Pain. House of Pain, yeah. 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 That was, was a Judgment good one Night? Yeah. yeah. All right, now I'm going to have to go back and yeah, listen to all fun. that. It's fun. It is. It's a good one. Fun album. Yeah, Biohazard. I, I remember seeing their videos, and uh, they had that whole hardcore punk. It kind of had that aggro energy too, yeah. which always kind of tough guy adds to it. Yeah, now that looks like a thrash album cover. Bitter end, harsh realities. That looks like a fucking thrash album cover. It looks like a bad acid trip too, but it does. That, that definitely looks like a thrash album cover. No, I'm not familiar. Not it. Not me either. That looks like the. Tape tape world bend. The Black Crows, I hate to say it, I know they're connected to Atlanta or to Georgia. I I, I appreciate what they did musically, but I just uh, I never really got into the Black Crows. I had tickets for the summer. It's postponed now. Mm. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling uh, if there are girls out there that are into the Black Crows, you'll probably have a very fun evening with them. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a guess. The dude can sing. It's right. just a yeah. guess. He's they're they're good. Yeah. No, they're I'm not, good. I'm not yeah. knocking. It's I'm not metal. Saying. But it's not metal. It's not metal. I don't know why it's on this list. It's yeah. not even close I'm to just metal. Saying, yeah. Hashtag don't yeah. come out of It's not hard rock chicks. either. It's, right. it's southern rock. It's yeah. a whole different deal. Yeah. Southern blues. Yeah. It's good, yeah. but it's not metal. Yeah. Should not be on the list. And the Sabbath. The Black Sabbath tire. Who sang on that? That would be a Tony Martin album. Okay. And that kind of had sort of a weird concepty thing going on, which... Obviously, you know, Sabbath, the 80s era Sabbath, like after Dio and Ian Gillen is sort of like, eh. So that well, kind of goes. Didn't they have, uh, what's his name, Ron Keel sing on an album? I think Adam might have touched on that when we did that deep Sabbath dive. I, yeah. I think he did like maybe some demo work or maybe like some tour work or something. But I don't know if he got ever like. On an album? He might have auditioned, I think. He's got a documentary on Prime and it kind of went, it dove into about five minutes of the Sabbath. Oh, really? Day. Yeah. 
But that one's kind of one of those. It was like in the eighties. If you were a Sabbath fan, like I was a Sabbath fan, so I still dug it. But it was it was definitely not. I think I quit buying, but I still listened if somebody yeah. played. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I still yeah. bought it because I still dug Sabbath. But right. I mean, it was definitely not your. All the Tony Martin stuff was sort of like kind of trying to recapture that Dio sound in yeah. a way, but a little different. It, it was good for what it was, but yeah. you know, you're either into it or you're not, right? right? Yeah. And I like it for what it is, but I can't listen to it lots and lots. Blind like Guardian, it. I am not very familiar with. I've heard them. Yeah. I know they're kind of progressive metal. Yeah. We're in that space. What's your thoughts? Um, It's not my stuff. Right. You know, but. Uh, if you had something objective to say. Their you, songs remind me of Lord of the Rings. Okay. That's <laughs> and, reasonable. And a, and a heavy metal. And that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it, like, I can picture when I listen to their songs, I can kind of picture that whole. So, Ring Corps? Yeah, Ring Corps. Middle Earth Corps. Blind Guardian. Ring Corps. W R N G. Ring Corps. Oh, wow. Now, they're from the 60s, right? They go way back. They're yeah. almost kind of like pre-Sabbath. Like, if you think yeah. about... Yeah. Summertime Blues. Yeah. Exactly. They yeah. were, That was their big hit, right? Yeah. Summertime Blues? Wow, they had an album come out in 90. Wow. So I'm almost kind of curious to hear it now. Highlights like, and Low Lives. I like the title of the album. Because it might have that kind of ballsy. Because when they came out, that was even before the first Black Sabbath. So it had that heaviness. Well, they were kind of, yeah, they were influences and, yeah. on like the Stooges and yeah. you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. So yeah. I'd, I'd kind of be curious to hear what they were doing in 1990. Cause... All right. So um, we can just skip that one then. Because that's certainly not John anything Bob to Blimey. do with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was uh, the movie. What? The, the, in a blood glory. Young Guns 2. Young Guns too. Yeah, yeah, it was it was Young Guns too. It was like song. a fucking porn movie. Oh, I like guns. that. I like that cover. Cancer to the gory end. That's right. And then right after we got Cannibal Corpse <laughs> eating back to life. Yeah. I think the only Cannibal Corpse I know is in the movie Pet Detective. Oh, it's excuse me. It's Greg <laughs> excuse here. me, it's Greg here. I mean, they're awesome. That, uh, you that know. would be hammer smashed face, by the way. I was just never big into the into the death scene. I love the band Death. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, are we getting some cannibal? Yeah, let's, up? Yeah. let's get some cannibal. I mean, musically, they're just oh, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Excuse me, is Greg here? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine how tired you are after oh. playing an hour of this? <laughs> You got Popeye four arm. <laughs> can't even imagine. Oh, Molly. They had the rip. Oh, yeah. That's just good, good old fashioned classic right Fuck there. Yeah. What's this guy doing? You got all that gory stuff, and then there's this guy over here. <laughs> He's a time traveling Illuminati dude. Yeah. It's tight as shit, too. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I just listen to that for like the rest of my life. Just like counting in the head. I know how this works. Guitar players are. Yeah. <laughs> are crazy, though. Oh, my God. 
that's not one question. So not large. Like JC and maybe under mid range. They used to get the killer sounds though back then. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. I, to be honest with the Cannibal Corpse, I didn't. I, I wasn't as much of a Chris because you know there was Chris Barnes who was most of the early stuff, and he went on to do like the Six Feet Under, and then there was George Corpse Grinder Fisher who went on to do the other stuff. I got more into that stuff because he you could understand him more when he was right, you know, yep. screaming, singing. It really anyway. appears ninety was a. Big year for death metal because oh it God, seems yes. like f- at least fifty percent of what we've seen this far yeah, is death metal. That's the, the same thing with the with the twenty five years and the twenty. There's so much death metal. I was like, God, I had no idea. That yeah, there's a lot. A, it's crazy. Yeah, so much goodness in the world. Carnage, dark relate recollections. Not familiar. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably one of those wreckage things. That it's killed across, isn't it? No, Wait like, for it. Oh, yeah. he named it. Yeah. <laughs> named it. He nailed it. And he named what? it. I love those guys. <laughs> I really do. I really like Celtic Frost. But I had a, uh ex-brother-in-law. It, anyway, when he w- he was in the military and he collect all these records, like vinyl, and a bunch of cassette tapes. But I remember he, he just gave me a whole box of records. And I had like three uh, Celtic Frost in there, or Celtic Frost, however you say it, but I, I really Either. liked them. Yeah. I, I dug their stuff. I mean, it was it was almost bad production. You know, some of it was like really kind of bad production, sure. but it just reminded me of... It was uh, kind of the magic of high school like that time. Yeah, it yeah, it was in that era. Yeah, 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 I really liked them There's a, a few songs they always played on Wreckage that I really liked, and I can't tell you the name. I know Metallica did some cover of one at some show where it was like Robert Trujillo and Kirk Hammett were just jamming. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of that song, but there's been some Celtic Frost tunes I've dug over the years that I've, I just can't name them and say, like with Slayer, I could just say, hey man, can you play Spirit in Black? And yeah, I know what that is. I remember that. their cover of Mexican Radio. I do remember that. Yeah. And we they would play that religiously. They would watch cartoons on slow motion and maybe there was some kind of chemical involved with the <laughs> status of our <laughs> minds. <laughs> But we would watch it, yeah, and listen to Celtic Cross. That was a good old days. This album was not one of the ones I had. Vanity Nemesis. Yeah, look, they're wearing eyeliner. This guy is. Yeah, he is. Maybe that was when Tom G. Warrior was chasing the hair metal thing. Could have been. I don't know. No offense to Tom G. Warrior. Child's Play, not familiar. Rat Race. They look kind of like rat. And the Cinderella. Cinderella, the Heartbreak Station. What was on that? Not much. That was when they kind of started After getting, Gypsy Road, this was the one after. This was after Long Cold Winter, so yeah. they kind of got more into like the bluesy stuff. They did have a couple of good ballads on there, which I really liked. But He comes around and plays 37 occasionally. Tom really? Peter. Yeah, does acoustic set with his wife. I guess his wife tours with him, and they sing. And, really? Yeah, they do Cinderella songs. Interesting. Yeah. it's it's a. I mean, if you like Cinderella, not knocking on Cinderella. I, mean, the I love their song, first album. The, the track Heartbreak Station, it's a really sweet, sweet, sweet ballad. But most of the songs are definitely different from like Night Songs and Long Cold Winter. Oh, yeah, God. Night Songs was, I love that. Yeah. I, 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 that was at four, 13 or 14 years old, right before I jumped yeah, over that, the that thrash like ledge. The, oh, right. Yeah. Cold Sweat. Hadn't Not familiar. Did y'all ever hear the funny joke about you can tell how shitty a band's going to be by how many band mem- or how many pictures of band members is either on the cover or in the inside artwork. <laughs> so apparently, the more pictures of the band members that you see on an album cover, the worse the music is going to be. Exactly, that can make sense. 
So anyway. It's like Georgia 4 to 1. They have pictures of them on everything. <laughs> there you go. Oops. <laughs> Makes sense. I get, it. I get it now. It all comes clear to me now, don't it? Company, Company. of Wolves. Yeah. Not familiar. Uh-uh. Crywolf. Crunch. Oh. Damn Yankees debut. That was I a guess. great album. I like yeah. the Damn Yankees. Yeah. Yeah, for what it was. That was a good one. The Danzig. Danzig yeah. Too. Lucifer the Fudge. 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 Whatever. I had no idea. It's like a chocolate consistency. It's got like cream in it and peanut butter and Lucifuge. Look for it. I'm trying to remember the. Tastes like hell. With the side of Satan. The head out. <laughs> Some Satan creamy sauce in the middle. The one where I'm going down to die. Right. That's that might have been it because there was, well, there was that one and four, I think, were both kind of bluesier. Four might have been the one that was the more bluesier one. Yeah. Because two kind of reminded me of the first Danzig album with like a little more bluesiness to it. Long way back from hell. Snakes of Christ. I'm the Black one. Wings. I remember I'm the one. That oh, was yeah. that's a good track. I'm the one. I'm the one. Yeah. Huh. Kind of a kind of a sad, depressing sounding. There's some good stuff though. Dan- Danzig was one of those I kind of always had to be looking a place for it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the mood. Like fall, I really love listening to Danzig in the fall. It's like typo negative. Yeah. It just kind of, yeah. that's fall soundtrack music. It's like Sabbath. Sabbath goes any day of the year, but specifically fall, like Danzig, that's definitely on the yeah. on the playlist. I agree with that. Wasn't he, wasn't he getting ready to do uh, Elvis? It's done. Is it done? It's on Apple Tunes. Oh, have you yeah. heard it? Uh-huh. So what is it? So he covered <laughs> a bunch good? of Elvis shit? It's, it's all It's got to be good. It's, it's good. It's got, uh, I mean, he's got to uh, just nail it. It, it, it he sounds just like him, but yeah, is it heavy he like rock metal style? No, of shit, it's almost it, some of it is, or is it almost like he punched in and basically oversang Elvis's parts kinda, in the original recording? Kinda, really? Yeah, on a few of them, nothing on there is heavy. Interesting, but some of them are kind of a darker type recording. It's kind of um, like the atmosphere of it or the vibe of yes, it. Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll have to check that out. What's it called? Maybe some extra tremolo. On the you know, bu- 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 oh, to give it kind of whatever you call that on yeah, the guitar, yeah. yeah, kind of that kind of stuff. Cool, but. I'll just have to check that out. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, I bet he sounds. I think it's called like Danzig Sings Elvis. No, I. No shit. <laughs> I listened to it recently. Yeah, Deliverance Weapons of Our Warfare. It sounds cool. It's I funny. remember them. It looks like there's a, a, you know those memes you see where it's like there's a dude and it's like Jesus is like whispering right behind him. That's what this looks like. There's like a guy that's sitting in a scroll writing it out, but he looks like a keyboard warrior. And there's like an angel behind him. Well, there's like, a demon. Hey, man, go look up at the porn It's Nostradamus. And then you got a demon over there and an yep. angel over here. Yeah. <laughs> www.gangbang.com. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Demolition Hammer. <laughs> Germany thrash. It's got to be good. <laughs> For real. Yeah. If it's anything like Creator, I'll love it. No doubt. Uh, hail to the Creator. Yeah, those guys are fucking awesome. Hey, uh, hey, guys. Sorry, I just had to jump oh. in. I heard my name mentioned. I had to had to see what's going on. What's going on, Russ? It's, it's nice Mill- to see like new people here. Yeah. How's it going there, Millie? <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I kind of miss Adam, though. I wish he'd come back. But, How's the know. food truck? Uh, it's fucking awesome we got like these pasta tacos now that are really hot cells and we're gonna Spaghetti be doing more tacos. of them i love it thanks millie glad that glad the pasta around the world tour is going well <laughs> the death i need to get more into the death because oh my god yeah you do i know they got really big into like the progressive kind of moving in that way 
And I think this one, Spiritual Healing, was one of those. That's that was so good. There was, that, I've never little? heard a death song I didn't like. Oh, I know. Oh, everything yeah. I've heard has always been quality from death. What's great about him is even though it's death, you can understand it. Yeah. Oh, Chuck was freaking awesome. Chuck. Spiritual Healing on Metal Nerdery Radio. Come on. Yeah, 1990. Hail. Every day, blew by in the world looking for out the He was so fun to watch, too. He was like, Never looked at his good time. He's a fucking Come on. cool riff, yeah. I wish I could do that with my voice. I can do it for one song. That's it. I don't have it anymore. I try to do it bad in our little shtick. It's just a backup here and there. It's so good, man. You gotta, I think you're right, though. Chuck Schuldiner was... He articulated what he's saying a lot more than a lot of other death metal singers. Yeah. There's a there's a doc on I think it's Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's good. You it should check really it out. Good. Yeah, all about Chuck Shoulder and Death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got okay. Rich Christie in it from the Howard Stern show. He played drums for Death for a while. Really? Yeah. 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 Huh. Lived in a warehouse. Lived in the. They lived in a warehouse in like Orlando, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 99 degrees every day. Oh man. <laughs> that would be brutal. Yeah. Ah, here we go. Yeah, Act Three, three Holy Death moly. Angel, Act Three. That to me, I think that's probably. I think of that whole fucking decade. I think that might be one of the finest moments. Oh yeah, in 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 commercially produced, well produced thrash. I think that might have been one of the finest moments of the nineties. That album blew my doors off. I mean, it was yeah. just, it everybody. It had everything you wanted. It was you know, good vocals, extremely technical guitar lines. The production was quality. The production was fantastic. And that was their first big major label record because Frolic Through the Park was before that, and that was still more balls out, just thrash. But yeah. the way that was done, I mean. You got to pull up either discontinued or seemingly endless time because seemingly endless time to me that that's like one of those like we need to do a, a show about openers because that's one of those like awesome fucking opening tracks. Right, here it is. Word. Oh yeah, I haven't heard this in years. I say, you know, I, I listen to you guys. Usually, I'm listening to Nerdery when I'm on my way, on my way to work in the morning. And uh, 
to me, it's like this whole nostalgic trip. Uh, you know, Takes it's you like, back. Like, like the last one, the SOD. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's so it good because <laughs> you never think to listen to it because yeah. you got your day to day shit going yeah. on. But yeah. then when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Man. And they were still kids when this came out. Yeah. They were still really fucking young. Man. Yeah. I think on that, I watched that uh, Murder on the Front Row uh, documentary. How is that? So yeah, I need you to watch it. Is it on Prime? Uh, no, you got to pay for it. You got to pay for it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's $9.99. I bought it. To buy it, it's like 10 bucks. Yeah. Uh, maybe 20 yeah. I bought it. I was just yeah. like, I want to watch it whenever I want. You yeah, know? yeah. I do need to I need to do that. For sure. And we love the Act 3. But, that, but fact, they were talking about when they were first playing shows, they were like us. They were all 15, 16 yeah. years old. Yeah, well, when Ultraviolence yeah. came out, they were fucking really young. I think like the, the drummer was 15 16. or 16 yeah. or something, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? The Deicide, I'm not that familiar with. I know who they are and what they are. I, I do just, know who they are and what they are. Yeah. I know their level of importance in the thrash lexicon, but I'm not dialed in and yeah. the side. Yeah. But that was their self-titled. I like that cover. Destruction, cracked brain. I know destruction's part of the what we say the Teutonic four or the Teutonic five. Yeah, three, seventeen, eighteen, twelve, teen, twelve, teen. It's the Teutonic twelve-teenth, but destruction is part of the. I think that's the German contingency of the big four. Yes. Cracked brain. Oh, there you go. Bruce Dickinson. Tattoo Millionaire. This one for Adam, Tattoo Millionaire. I think that was Bruce's first solo album. Yeah, I think it was. That was a weird time when that came out, because there was that whole, I don't know if y'all remember, but like, because Maiden, at that point, they had already basically conquered the planet with yeah. Power Slave, with Live After Death, with Somewhere, Somewhere in Time, time Seventh yeah. Sun. Yeah. So they were fucking unstoppable. They were basically just an unstoppable force. And then when Bruce kind of, when he did that, and then when No Prayer for the Dying came out, and they started kind of moving toward that rock and rolly Maiden, which was still Maiden, but it was like, eh, it's not the same. To me, that was kind of when they sort of veered off a little bit. Yeah. I guess you would say that was kind of like their Black Sabbath, Tony Martin era. <laughs> it was, you know, and the later Bruce solo stuff I really dig because it was like heavy, like fucking heavy. Like, you know, go check out, um, I think Chemical Wedding was one. Um, there was another one, but I'm not familiar with Tattoo Millionaire, but I know that was kind of the beginning of him going more in the rock and rolly direction. But I think that's also how they got Janet Gers into Iron Maiden. Nice. Yeah. Because I think he played on that album. The Dio. The Dio. Lock Up the Wolves. I'm not, not familiar, as but, familiar yeah. with that as I am, of course, Holy yeah. Diver and Last in Line, but yeah. it's Dio. It's got to be good. The yeah. one thing, Russ, I'm sure you probably might remember is that was when Dio did that album, I think he actually had... Um, I think Hal Patino from King Diamond's band actually played bass on that. Oh, wow. And um, Simon Wright from ACDC played drums. Um, Is that the Baldwin? No, he's the one that was the... Uh, the Baldwin was... Simon was, Wright was from the Highway to Hell days, right? Or is it... No, he was. He did Phil Who Rudd. Made Who. Okay, I get confused. So not Phil Rudd, Simon Wright, the other yeah. the other drummer. But he played drums, and I think uh, Jens Johansson from Ingve's band played keyboard. 
But Dio did some kind of search for a guitar player because he needed a new guitar player at that point. And that was when they got, um, I think it was Rowan Atkinson. He was like 18 years old. Like a fucking kid. Mr. And, uh, Bean? No. Um, Isn't that Rowan Atkinson? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me, maybe I'm wrong. Shut the fuck up. Look, <laughs> look at your phone. <laughs> All right. But it was it was maybe it was Rowan something or Atkinson something or something Rowan, but it was basically some eighteen year old Vunderkin guitar player that Mr. was a badass. One of those prodigy kids. Look up Dio. Don't look up <laughs> Mr. Bean. There it is, Rowan Atkinson. He's All right. right, so I fucked that up. So that's right. not it. So now look up Dio Lock Up the Wolves. These guys are kicking Matt's ass. Hi, this is G. I'll Tate again. My ego has to have me say something every 20 seconds, so I have to be validated. Right now, we're trying to find out if Matt's right or if he's just full of shit, as usual. Rowan Stand Robertson. By. Rowan Robertson. Yeah, he was 18. Very close. You're way off. <laughs> hey, man, I got the first I got the first name right. Samsonite. <laughs> Atkinson. Robertson. A.R. Mm. Bueller. A.R. Bueller. Are you there? 18-year-old. <clears throat> Yeah, but he was 18, so Ro- Rowan Robertson, was that it? Yeah. Not Atkinson. Not Atkinson. Not Mr. Don't not deny the power of not being. Yeah, he was a fucking kid. There he is. Yeah. Rowan Wingate Robertson, actually, but he played on the Lock of the Wolves album. And to be fair, that dude at 18 years old, was he was playing some killer riffs. He was playing some killer fucking leads. Shredder. Yes, very much. Um that, I, I really like that album. The only thing I don't like about it, and no offense to to Simon Wright, is it's just, I loved all the Vinnie Apathy stuff because he was like such a dynamic drummer, but Simon Wright's not the same kind of drummer. So. Yeah. I know it's kind of nitpicky, and it's like, God, man, you're such a douchebag. Why do you got to say that? I'm like, well, it's just, eh. But I like it for what it is. I like the title track a lot. I like the wild one, and I like my eyes. I like my eyes. Yes, because I can see with my eyes. I like Thank the you. cover. Yeah, it's a cool cover. Yeah. Dio always had killer covers. Always, yeah. yeah. Very much. Looks like he had uh, Dehumanizer up after this one, huh? Yes, with the Sabbath. Yeah. That was good stuff. Yes. Oh, uh, we got the first. Is that the first solo album? From Don Dokken? Yeah. Up from the Ashes? Yes. Yeah. And actually, I really like that one. I mean, that's kind of more like Dawkins style, like more kind of ballady and all that stuff. But he had like a, like Mickey D from King Diamond played drums on that. John Norum, I think, who used to be in Europe, I believe, he played guitar. I think there was another dude that played guitar that was in another high profile band. But yeah, there was some there was some big names on that. But his voice is amazing. Yeah. Don Dokken was a really good metal singer. If you if you like that melodic metal kind of stuff, the Don Dokken up from the Ashes album is cool. But if, if that's not your thing, it's not my thing. Sorry. If, if you need Raining Blood from a Lacerated Sky, then that's not going to be your jam. No, not at yes, all. please. I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Earthshaker. Okay, so Earthshaker is a pretty cool name for an album. Pretty good is not a pretty good name for <laughs> the title. Pretty good. Hey, pretty good, we're fucking okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, y'all get that new album from Earthshaker. It's pretty good. Yeah. Is that the name of it? No. It's got, yeah. It's got yeah. a girl in jorts with her, her butt out on the cover. Yeah, she's ready for anal. Yeah. <laughs> like the butt on that. Yep, going in like a rocket. Red Entuned. rocket. Thank you. Entombed, I'm not as familiar with, but I do know they've had some badass stuff. I remember Wolverine Blues when I think of Entombed. Wolverine Blues, that's cool. That was a track, but left hand after path the Marvel character. Uh, yes, actually, Exhorter. That sounds like one of those um, 
Slaughter in the Vatican. That's a cool, cool album. That sounds like one of those wreckage bands. Yeah, it's your typical. It's your typical thrash death for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're killing the Pope. That's what they're doing. Good old fashioned. So no problem then, right? Well, it's like what's like Men in Black doing it though. They got the suits and the sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, good. Extreme porno graffiti. Yeah. That was if you if you dig thrash shreddy not thrash if you dig shred metal guitar stuff because if you're you know, a guitar that, nerd you're gonna like yeah if you're a guitar nerd you'll like extreme yeah. but it's more van haleny you know yeah. hookers and blow kind of thing yeah more so than like death and destruction and things that are really metal yeah which leads perfectly into the next band into the exodus next yeah impact is imminent always yeah. one of my favorite which okay yeah, so tape. i have to i have to pause on this for a moment because i do think at some point we need to do a dive on some exodus should for of course, sure yes but one of the things I always loved about Exodus is they were really great about openers. Like Deranged was a killer fucking opener. Last Act of Defiance oh, yeah. was oh, a killer man. fucking opener. That's a badass yeah. The opener to Impact is Eminent, which I believe is the title track, which I believe you should probably pull up and play a little bit of. I had the tape, man. I didn't have the Oh, but the, I had the tape too, actually. But I remember that opener was so fucking badass. And I always thought Exodus had... Just what the best the opener fucking opener on uh, Toxic Waltz. Uh, Last Act of Defiance. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah. Fabulous, Fabulous Disaster. Disaster. Yes. Yeah. That was the name of that. Yes. Yeah. Love that album. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had this one, too, though. I really like this, this album. I did, too. Yeah. That was fun to play. Impact is imminent. On that, uh, that documentary, the bonded, or Murder on the Front Row, that's mm-hmm. a lyric from the song Bonded by Blood. Murder oh, is it? in the Front Row. Ah. Yeah. Bonded by Blood. Anyway. They basically make Kurt Hammond out to be like the godfather of thrash. Really? Because Exodus started before Metallica. Right. And I knew he was a part of that. I knew that. He founded it with uh, the drummer, whoever the drummer was. At Tom the time. Hunting? And, uh, and Gary Holt. Really? Yeah. Holy and, shit. Uh, in like 78. I mean, I knew that he was part of Exodus way back when early, early. Well, they were playing like Hendrix and all of this stuff at parties, but they played like really heavy versions, you know, because they were all pissed off kids and they played played, like super loud versions of all these songs. And that's kind of where that whole. And then, of course, they got into the Maiden and the, you know, the Priest and all of that stuff. But anyway, it's really cool. Y'all got to watch it. You got got to pull up, Bill? No. Can you find it? I was trying to. But yeah, like, like. Like, Deranged is a killer opener on Pleasures of the Flesh. Last Act of Defiance is a killer fucking opener on Fabulous Disaster. Exodus just had that thing, man, with opening bands. It was just I would opening have loved bands. Shut up, Matt. Area. You've had too much alcohol before 8 a.m. No, opening <laughs> songs, asshole. Opening track. I liked Zetro better as the Exodus singer, but Paul Bastoff was super cool. Yeah. He didn't have a good voice, but he was just so thrash. Wait for it. Oh. That's not part of the track. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Pretty 
Yeah. This guy was the first singer to test it, right? Before Chuck Billy. Zetro. Yes. Yeah. When they were, whatever they were. Legacy. Legacy. <laughs> Pizza's done. <laughs> Every fucking. It's like, no, that's not part of the song. That's good stuff. It's like that's when Exodus went in the studio and like their daughters started fucking around the board. Daddy, can I add this sound? <laughs> no, don't do that. All right. I hate God. Not really. I'm not familiar with them. I know they're connected with all like the, the swamp core dude. Sludge whatever metal. It is. Sludge, sludge swamp core. It's yeah. a really creepy cover. Yeah. Well, they're connected with like the whole. Like with down and yeah. like that whole kind of southern. I don't know. Have they called it swamp metal or sludge metal? It just sounds so dumb. I just yeah. call it metal. It's but, actually called sludge metal. Okay. I like swamp metal better. Post, but I, but I think post swamp metal. <laughs> post swamp metal core. Post swamp metal core. <laughs> but I think I hate God has those. Uh, their their tendrils and tentacles are linked to like down and. Yeah. All those good bands. Good stuff. And now we're approaching the Fs and I know we're uh I know we're we're appro- approaching halfway through the list. Yeah, you wanna Shall we take an intermission? Yeah, let's do that. Kids, we're gonna take an intermission, take time to frost, take time to oh, because we I have gotta some, pull a snot rocket. We have some good ones coming up. So the next one after this we'll have some good ones. We need to frost and refortify our alcoholic positions and we will be back to continue the list on the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Stay strong. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> Follow the metal nerdery forever. Hey, when you get a chance, press the fucking triangle and listen back to us. Hey, this is Archie. Enjoy yourselves. Live life. Fuck everybody else, aye? Thanks for joining us, Russ. Enjoy hey. it. Thanks, Russ. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. Nerd out. Later. Hey, this is Matt from Metal Nerdery. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Like us. Share us with a friend. We are at Metal Nerdery Podcast. That is at Metal Nerdery Podcast. You can follow along with the show on MetalNerdery.com slash podcast. Nerd.